Storytelling. Moments in time. The things we don't want to forget. Details that are etched in our souls are every day. Teaching. Artists who want to share their passion for telling the stories of their lives so you can better tell the stories of yours. Sharing. A space and place to share your work, be inspired, motivated, supported, and learn from one another. Community. A group for photographers run by photographers. We welcome you to this community. Welcome to Hello Storyteller Podcasts. I'm Megan Boggs, a natural light, lifestyle, outside the box, and motive photographer, and mom of two sweet girls based out of Tulare, California. And I'm Melissa Ortendahl, a natural light, lifestyle, and documentary photographer based in central Massachusetts. Be the first to know about all of our upcoming educational opportunities, blogs, podcasts, mini lesson tutorials, and more. Make sure to check out our website at www.hellostoryteller.com and sign up for our mailing list to receive all the exciting new updates. Megan Boggs has always been a lover of moments, connection, and emotion. She craves finding the answers on her own. She is a creative, a thinker, a planner, a problem solver, a doer. She doesn't let anyone stop her from chasing her dreams, no matter how wild or far-fetched they are. She doesn't like playing it safe, and she doesn't mind throwing stability and normal to the wind. She is not a straight-edged scholar, but a jagged line, learning from trial and error, dusting herself off when she falls, and trying again and again until she makes her own success. She doesn't color inside the lines, but darts sporadically like a wild child into her next adventure, awaiting anxiously to see how it unfolds. She doesn't strive for perfection. She strives to be herself, to be heard, to be seen for who she is. We welcome our founder, Megan Boggs, to the podcast today. Hi, Meg. Hi. <laughs> how you doing? I'm doing good. Excellent. Yeah. Oh, I'm so excited. <laughs> I'm nervous. Is that weird? <laughs> I can appreciate, I respect your nervousness, but you'll be fine. It'll be good. Don't I'm usually worry. the interviewer for the last 10 years. I know. So, sorry, I, I sound a little hoarse today. I've been coughing all morning. That's just your, you know, raspy. My sexy, sultry, sultry voice. Yeah, voice to go with your, <laughs> your, your picture. Oh, yes. <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Oh, my gosh. Okay, well, there's a lot of different directions that, that I could go with this today, but I have narrowed it down to two paths, so we're going to oh, stick good. to those. I'm going to try real hard. I can't guarantee anything, but... Uh, no promises. So one of the things that I wanted to, to chat with you about today was, as you kind of wrote in your, in your blog, um, this concept of emotion, because one of the things that I learned about you really early on um, when we first started kind of talking and getting together um, was one of, the, one of the very first things I remember you saying to me was, I'm not a technical shooter. Like, I don't, I don't know, like, all the technical sides and aspects of photography, but I shoot what moves me. And so um, one of the things that I've seen from you over the last year or two, um, has just been this really great, like just kind of transformation and openness in your work. And so I wanted to chat, to talk with you a little bit about today. Um, because I think there's a lot of people out there that love photography, that love capturing and creating images, maybe don't 
completely understand how it all works together. (laughs) And I think that's a really like, but there's a probably a large population of people that fit into that category. And so I wanted you to share a little bit about how this journey kind of unfolded for you. um, And specifically about kind of what helped you, I guess, maybe settle into that space of being okay with shooting with emotion as the catalyst and not necessarily, you know, technique as the, as the catalyst for you, at least in the beginning. Right. So I have always been an emotional person. Um, you know, even as a child, I've just always felt something. I've always longed for a connection, whether it be with my parents, with friends, relationships. I've always just had this yearning for connection and emotion and my relationships. And I think that really transfers over into my photography where I really just want to elicit that feeling instead of just a beautiful photo. Does that make sense? It does. When I shoot, when I post, when I do anything with my photography, I really want my viewer to feel what I'm shooting. And I'm all self-taught. I've really never taken a photography class until after college. And even that, I wasn't using it towards any school credit. It was just for fun and learning. So when it came to test taking, I bailed on the test. And I eventually... Uh, bailed on the course altogether because I was working um, as a private investigator and I just really didn't have time to devote to that working, you know, 12 to 14 hours a day. Yeah. Pre-kids, of course. Sure. Um, (laughs) So I kind of just bailed because I didn't need it for any type of school credit. I just picked up a camera. My in-laws gave me a point-and-shoot Fuji camera. I don't know if it was before we were married or after we were married for Christmas one year. And I just let go. I just fell in love. I remember going up to the Sequoias mm-hmm. with my parents one day um, when they were visiting and shooting the sunsets and the macro snowflakes and just these beautiful views um, that not only were beautiful, but they elicited that emotion with color and composition. Not that I was the best at that time, obviously, because I was just kind of diving into my journey. Yeah. But that was, I think, 2008. My husband quickly realized that this was a passion of mine that I wanted to pursue and to learn. So we checked out Craigslist and we found an old Canon 20D that I had for a long time, about six years, (laughs) (laughs) practicing on. I actually was sick at the time with the flu or something. And so he drove down to Los Angeles and he picked it up for me and he brought it back and he talked to the owner and he got all the information. At that time, the owner had told my husband that he shot in aperture mode. And so he said, just do this. You'll learn great. It's a good stepping stone. And so that's what I shot. I shot in aperture mode. Don't kill me. But up until about four (laughs) months ago, (laughs) I shot in aperture mode only. The secret is out. (laughs) I know. Shh, don't tell anyone. I had no idea how to shoot manual. I had no idea about shutter speed. I I always loved the beautiful bokeh and the wide open apertures um, because I wanted that focus solely on my subject, where the rest was just blurred completely. And I still sh- kind of shoot that way. I just started uh, upping my aperture to 2.0, yeah, right. to 3.2, <laughs> like literally a week ago. Yeah. Uh, because I just, oh, that's just how I always shot. Yeah, I am not a technical shooter by any means. I just enrolled in the manual course with Click and Moms in February. I still haven't finished it yet. <laughs> <laughs> I can't imagine why you don't have any time. (laughs) I have too many projects. 
Yeah. I shoot what I see and I shoot what I feel and I see a picture in my head and that's what I capture. Within the last year, I've really taken into consideration composition and lighting, now shutter speed. You know, before I would just point and shoot. Yeah. I wanted to capture that feeling rather than the technical, beautiful portrait because that's just so not me. Which is interesting because I think, first of all, let's just make the disclaimer that Meg actually has a, like, she understands what she's doing. And I say that for a variety of reasons, because (laughs) while you might not be, while you might not be actively thinking about the technical aspects of what you're doing while you're doing it, you do utilize those. A, because you've made ClickPro, so (laughs) that's a whole category on its own, (laughs) which I think you actually scored higher than I did in that category. So so there's that. But then also, it takes a decent amount of, I think, of, of technical awareness to be able to freelance in the manner that you do. And yeah. I want to talk to you about freelancing because I remember very vividly um, you and I, you know, I was like, oh, uh, you know, I'm trying this freelancing thing. <laughs> I figured <laughs> I'd give it a whirl and see what happens. And you were like, oh, I want to do that too. And so like we were going back and forth and um, and it was like this, I just remember you coming back and being like, this is amazing. I didn't get it at the time. I was like, yeah. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I think I pretended to know what you were talking about. <laughs> and then, She's like, yeah, that's really great, Melissa. Awesome. I don't know what you're talking about. But, and I forgot to like come back to it because I think I was busy with the kids at the time we were chatting about it. And then a few months later, I came back to it. And I remember I had gone to berry picking last year, last June. And I came back with the basket of berries. And I was like, I'm going to give this freelancing thing a whirl. And I had no idea how to do it. And I remember messaging you. I'm like, okay, how do you do this? <laughs> and I ended up just YouTubing it. And I was like, okay. And I tried it. I was in my kitchen. And I was like, okay. I still don't know what I'm doing because I'm like holding it away from <laughs> my lens away from <laughs> Nothing the camera is body. Focus. Yeah, it wasn't working. But after that, I was just like, okay, I'm going to keep on practicing. I'm going to keep on trying. And I think later that week, I ended up, I was in the office and Ella was sitting in a little chair in my office and or on the couch or something. And I shot her and I, t- I turned it into black and white and I'll post this for you guys to see when we post this it was like that moment i was like oh this is it like this is was that the one with her foot yes it was yes and that was my that was my turning point that was like this is my emotion this is everything i am trying to convey and show and want people to feel because not only is it pretty and different and unique but it it tells the story where your focus is this tiny slice of focus and nothing else no, yeah. Everything else is a blur, and it just tells the story of this little girl and her little cute foot, because I love baby feet. I know. And, you know, and, and the way I had to edit it was, like, everything else was blacked out. It was yeah. all blacked out. Yep. So all you saw was, was this pocket of light and the slice of focus on her foot and her little leg, and it it just changed me. Like, something erupted inside me. It was like, this is who I am. I love this. I want to do this all the time. And so from then on, I swear, my lens was detached from my <laughs> camera body more than it was attached to it. I know, it's true. And that's that's all I did. And so I um sorry, I just saw a man out my window and I was like, what the hell? <laughs> 
I think it's the gardener. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> anyway. Well, I just remember that as you were going, because last year this time you were getting ready to resubmit and going back through the ClickPro process. And um, I just remember you, like you and I having a conversation one day and you were talking about how freelancing helped you find your voice as as a photographer, as an artist. And I mean, it definitely shows and shines through because I mean... I, I struggle now in your work to be like, did she, is this not freelanced? <laughs> I think I'm like, sometimes I'm like, oh, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Um, which is so funny because I myself, as you know, have a love-hate relationship with freelancing. I did it for a long time and I really liked it. And then I was like, no, this isn't working for me anymore. I don't want to do it. And now through um, PPT2 Clicks, I'm in it again because it's in the loop for this month. So I'm trying, I'm trying yeah. real hard. <laughs> But I think that was like, you know, we. I think you hear a lot, and I know we've talked to a number of artists and photographers and, and kind of asked them that question of what was that aha moment for them or when they found their voice. And sometimes it's clear for people and sometimes it's not. Um, but I feel, and, and you can absolutely correct me if I'm wrong, I just feel like in in my relationship with you, like that freelancing piece was just like that. Like, as you mentioned, the puzzle piece that was like, yes, this is the best way for me to be able to creatively express myself to capture what I am feeling and what I want my viewers to feel. Would you say that's accurate? Yeah, 100%. So I've been shooting for nine years, but I haven't been actively shooting all the time. Like I said, I'm a private investigator. I'm licensed. I did um, investigations for the last 10 years and recently retired. Retired, quote unquote. Retired. <laughs> I know. Last September, I took a step back after supporting my husband through law school for four years and bar study and bar passing and starting his law firm. And I finally told him, okay, you go. You you run with your passion and your business, and now I'm going to stay home with my kids, and I'm going to do this photography thing. So um, last year, I started my first 365 project. I want to say it was more like a 285 project, but yeah. I most I pretty much shot, you know, almost every single day. Yeah. I'm an overshooter, so I feel mm. like that overshooting kind of counts. <laughs> It does. I think for so. For the everyday, right? Because, you know, I Absolutely. go out and I'll shoot 200 photos of my girls and yeah. I like like 85 of them. So <laughs> I feel like that's where my journey really began as a photographer. So yeah, yeah I've been I've been dabbling in it and it's been a hobby and I loved getting to know my camera and to know what I like and what I don't like and really finding my style was apparent last year and just shooting pretty much every day and just finding my voice and finding what my viewers like to see and making it my niche I guess you can say but yeah, yeah definitely freelancing was just it was clarifying to like okay yep this is it this is who I am this is what I want people to see and feel and love well and I think it's interesting to note too that you know I think people are very familiar with you now not only through Hello Storyteller but also through all of the different hubs <laughs> that you had created um on I'm Instagram. doing that monkey no see face right now. Yeah. Emoji. The freelance. Let's see if I, let's see if I can remember them all. The freelance. Well, there was the sweet life unscripted. Then there was the freelanced project. Then there was the hair memoirs. Then there was. Oh, you're going in order. Cool. <laughs> was our light within yours? Yeah. Two. Okay. Um, P fifty two clicks. That's just still going. I miss. I, I'm missing a variety of them. Which uh, one's my Lettergrams. Oh, the Lettergrams. That's right. Um, shoot, what else? Hello, Storyteller. Yep, we got that one already. Is that so it? So there was there was a period there where every day I was like, oh, it's a new hub. Must, I must have started something else. 
<laughs> between when I went to bed last night and when I woke up this morning. <laughs> I have too many ideas, Melissa. I can't just keep them all in my head. It does no one any good. But what I was going to say is that, so I think people know you from all those different spaces, and I think they would be interested to find out that a little over a year ago, you weren't posting anything but iPhone pictures to your Instagram page. Yeah. Yeah, when I started on Instagram in 2014, um, I only posted iPhone, and I only followed iPhone posters. Yeah. I didn't follow anyone that posted with the big girl camera. <laughs> <laughs> And that's, yeah, that's kind of how I started. And I took a, a hiatus for a while because I kind of focused more on Facebook for other reasons for a couple years. Um, and then last year, in f- the end of February, is uh, when I started posting with my, my big girl camera and just kind of involving myself in the community and getting to know people and being a part of engagement groups and just kind of finding myself. Yeah. I just find that so intriguing and so interesting. And I remember too, because when you and I first met, you're like, oh, I don't post, I don't post anything but iPhone pictures to my Instagram yeah. page. And I was like, well, first of all, a lot of those I couldn't even tell were iPhone images. And then B, I'm kind of sad like, that they're all buried now because I can't find them unless you like scroll forever. Way but... down. Yeah. Then I was like, yeah. why don't you? And I still remember you were like, I think I'm going to post, you sent me a picture and you're like, so I took this with my, like my big girl camera and I think I'm going to post it to Instagram. <laughs> I was like, do it. I can tell you which one it was. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on, I'm getting back down there. It was, I think it was the one with the American flag. Oh, with, yeah, yeah, I think Emma. it was. Yep, that's the one. And she's she's in my living room, and she for some reason we had the big pole American flag <laughs> inside the house, probably because she was twirling it around. And she was just like in this, you know, that little like octagon window yeah. um, in my entryway. I love shooting right there. But like that light is just zooming through her. And then the other window in my living room is just like, the lights just pass through the flag. And I just, I had to post it. Like, how could I not post that? Right. And from there, my journey with Instagram again began. (laughs) (laughs) So speaking of all of these projects. Yes. Yes. um, You know, I think there's people that have ideas and then there's people that have ideas and can kind of sort of implement them. And then there's you, who... (laughs) I'm my own category. You're your own category. (laughs) Oh, jeez. Because I think there is... I think it's, in general, it's a rare trait, in terms of personality trait, to be able to both be a big picture thinker and a detail-oriented person. Usually you are one or the other. And so I think you are unique in that way that you have all of these ideas, but then you also understand the details of what it takes to implement them. And so I wanted to chat a little bit with you about where Hello Storyteller came from and what, if you want to share, um, you know, depending on how much you want to let go right now, um, where you kind of see it going or what the, what the idea of where it's going to go from here, what is that idea, I guess. So where, where did this idea of Hello Storyteller come from? I'm a storyteller and I, I didn't feel that there was a platform strictly just for storytelling. There's usually some sort of theme or technical background or something, but since I don't come from a technical background, I rely on kind of my senses to to tell that story. And so I wanted a place and a space that photographers, especially lifestyle photographers, had their own spot to just tell their story in any fashion that they wanted to, um, whether it be in black and white, whether they're kids, just tell me a story with your photos using color, using 
something fun and different. I just wanted, I wanted a sense of community. We could create and share our stories, just have a place for storytelling. It originally was thought of as a new educational platform. And we are very much in the middle of getting that together and getting ready for our launch. We will be launching our educational platform in January of 2019. Woohoo! Uh, so our mentors are working very, very hard on their workshop courses and their elective courses, uh, which will be a learn as you go, similar to like a breakout course. And yeah, I mean, it's, it's transpired very differently of my original idea, but I think it's going to be amazing and uh, for the better. Yeah, I come up with way too many ideas, but I just wanted, I wanted a platform that was simple and user-friendly, just kind of different from everything else that's out there. I think this is going to be a great place. And so we started the, uh, the Facebook page, uh, community page to just get everyone together and, you know, have this sense of community. And we started the blog and the podcast and it's just developed into this, this amazing thing that I seriously never, never imagined would happen or that I would be a part of. Uh, I never thought I would have a podcast and <laughs> it's just, it's a crazy thought. It's super humbling and I'm, I'm just so happy that other people are enjoying it and enjoying our talks together, Mel, and yeah, having a space that's fun and easygoing and that they enjoy, that they want to post to. Yeah. And I, th- I mean, I think it's an amazing space, amazing community. I am thrilled and humbled to be a part of it in any capacity. And, you know, one of the things that I know even way back, way back in the day when you and I started The Sweet Life Unscripted, one of the things that you and I were really intentional about that I think has carried over into kind of how you work and how you've kind of set up Hello Storyteller was to create a space for those that are up and coming, that are yes. that are coming up through the ranks. And, and not to say anything disparaging or, or negative about those in the photography world that we're all very familiar with who do amazingly beautiful work. Um, because they are so wonderful at at their craft and definitely inspire and motivate and teach in their own amazing way. But I think there's a need for a space where people have the ability to be able to do that and and where there's a time and attention and focus and looking at the creative talent kind of across across genres, across spectrums, um, that maybe they're not quote unquote, you know, what is it? Insta famous. Um, but they are, you know, they're amazing at what they do, which is one of the reasons why I really have been enjoying doing these podcasts is because we get to talk to those people. Um, yes. we get to talk to those people that maybe people aren't familiar with right now, but they will be. And, um, and we get an opportunity to kind of showcase them and, and share them with, with everybody else, which is really such an amazing thing to be able to do. Um, but I think that's, that's just a really important piece of, I think what Hello Storyteller is, is kind of designed and set up to do is to be that kind of, I don't know exactly how to, how to word it, that a kind of, you know, welcoming platform for artists that are looking to be inspired, but also kind of a springboard for those that are doing amazing work. Yeah. I really thought long and hard about it. Um, handpicking mentors that I felt were maybe not as well known as the bigger names. 
who already have a space for teaching and sharing and inspiring. And I really wanted to give some other photographers a chance to shine because they are so amazing and they inspire me daily and they're amazing people and super sweet. And I just feel like everyone that I've asked to do it just has some great talent to offer and that I know others will want to learn from. And I feel that it's just going to be a great mentor panel to choose from, whether you decide to do a workshop or if you decide to do an elective course that learn as you go. The mentors are still very hands-on in both courses. It's going to be really fun. That's kind of what I want. Yeah. Well, I feel like because we have with so many other of our podcast guests, I feel we need to, um, I need to do the rapid fire review because I think people will be interested to know. Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay. Canon or Nikon? Canon. Favorite lens? Ooh. Uh, Probably my go-to is my 50 millimeter 1.4. Um, but I love my 85 millimeter 1.8 and I would love one day to have, what is it? The 135. Mm-hmm. And I'm also yearning for a 20. <laughs> I like, I like ultra wide too. So. so that was four, but cool. Um, yeah. I don't follow rules. We know this, <laughs> I right? know that's right. We said that in your intro. I'm a rule breaker. A yes. uh, dream location to shoot. I have two. Uh, New York, I think would be awesome. <gasps> Come different. to New York. Yes. I will meet you in New York. Okay, sounds like a plan, okay. man. And uh, Paris, because I've never been oh, to Europe. So good as well. Yes. I'll go back anytime. Okay, girl's trip. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Lightroom or Photoshop? Both, but primarily Lightroom, which I just started using in 2017. I know, I was like, Meg, <laughs> you gotta do it. It's a game changer. It um, really is. Oh my gosh. Full-time or hobbyist? I don't know how to answer that. I guess you could say it's full time with all the projects I'm doing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but don't earn an income. So <laughs> yes. Full time hobbyist. I don't there know. Yeah, full time hobbyist. Um favorite preset action or hand edit? Well I uh, just launched my own Lightroom presets. Yes you the did. Wild and free preset collection. Yep. So those are my go to. Um, my number one is storytelling um, is my number one preset. And I also love the unmuted as well. And are you a plan ahead type of shooter or do you shoot from the hip? <laughs> I would love to be able to plan ahead. I guess if you plan ahead and 30 minutes is okay, then <laughs> I'm a plan ahead kind of girl. If it's not okay, then I'm a shoot from the hip. <laughs> awesome. All right. So uh, Meg, thank you so much for talking with us today and sharing a little bit more about your story. It's been really great to be able to share that with with you and to let all of our listeners know a little bit about you. And if they didn't already know, um, where can they find you? Oh, where can they find me? Um, well, I'm kind of all over the place, but <laughs> you can find me on Instagram. My uh, handle name is hello underscore Megan Boggs. Or you can find me on my website at wildhoneyphotographer.com or hellostoryteller.com. Awesome. All right. me. Well, have a good rest of your day. Thanks, Mel. I'll talk to you later. Okay. Bye. Bye. Hey, storytellers. As a special thank you for your continuous support, we are now offering $5 off the Wild and Free preset collection by me, Megan Box. If you haven't checked them out yet, you can see before and after images on our website at www.hellostoryteller.com and use the discount code WILDFREE5 at checkout. Thanks so much for listening.